0: Each week, host Roy Richards, an expert on midlife renewal and author of A Midlife Challenge, Wake Up, will discuss the challenges common to middle age and help guide you to a brighter tomorrow. Now, here's Roy. Well, hello and welcome to one and all, to middle age can be your best age. And I want to start today's program with a question for you. Are you truly happy and satisfied with where you are today in your career, your relationships, and your personal life? To the contrary, are you waiting each weekday for the end of the workday so you can slump home, watch TV, and forget about work until you do it all over again tomorrow, eagerly anticipating next weekend, which inevitably will go by way too fast, and then you do it all over again? Well, we've all been there and done that, the rhythm of trudging along, head down, getting through an uninspiring existence. In effect, sleepwalking through life, and some of us stay in the trench far too long. But as my first guest today, Catherine Barnett, or Barnett, I should say, Ph.D. assures us that's just one story. In contrast, you and I can choose to write a new one in which we're bright-eyed, enthused about life, and inspired by our career and our endeavors. And Dr. Catherine Barnett is a leading authority and role model on how to refire and reinvent yourself at any age, particularly after 50. But even if you are in your 40s now, stay tuned. She has plenty of good advice for you. And once you're ready to retire, be it very soon or in the distant future, she's here to tell you that it's no time to slow down. In fact, it can be the best time to take your dreams off the back burner and to begin to live them. And here's Dr. Catherine Barnett's qualifications. She's a nationally recognized author, speaker, and coach. Her retirement message has been featured in the U.S. News and World Report, local newspapers, and TV shows. And she was recently featured in the Wall Street Journal and in Time Magazine in feature articles about women in midlife who have reinvented themselves. Those are heroines of our program, by the way, people that do that. And she's a recipient of the inaugural AARP Purpose Prize that recognizes folks over 50 who use their wisdom and experience to revitalize their lives and to make the world a better place. And she's overcome a a number of obstacles earlier in her life. She was born and raised on St. Vincent Island in the Caribbean then came to America penniless at age 19 and later following a divorce was a single mom who raised three daughters to adulthood. And she's author of the new book we'll talk about today. I love this title, I'm Not Done Yet, and You Shouldn't Be Either. And hello, Dr. Catherine, and welcome to Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age.
1: Thank you so much for inviting me. And the name is Cynthia.
0: Oh, excuse me. <laughs> but
1: that's all right. That's okay. We we are entitled to um to have a slip in the names uh, as we get older. It's okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I had a senior moment, I guess. <laughs> to begin in your uh, blog on your website, Refire Don't Retire, you tell us there are three easy ways to leave the gray days and live a much happier life. What are these three steps to? Uh, to do that, well,
1: one of the you know, I really don't believe in the word retirement, yeah, and so i i, I use the word refire
0: yeah, because I this love is the
1: that. time of our life where we should be um thinking of um reactivating reinventing ourselves for this wonderful adventure that's the second half of life,
0: yeah yeah, but lo- like you say, first, you have to define your happiness, what you're shooting for. And then move toward your chosen life. Don't just sit there and dream about it. You start taking little steps toward um, the happy life you define, and then let go of the things that are dragging you down. I love those three ways you you presented in that blog.
1: And also to um, you know look at your life and figure out really what do you want to do.
0: So become very
1: clear on what you want to do, not what anybody else wants you to do.
0: Or what somebody tells you you can't do. (laughs) Well, is the following statement true or false? Happiness is reserved only for a few select winners of the genetic lottery. (laughs) Is that a true or false statement?
1: (laughs) Right. I believe that happiness is our birthright, and we just have to know how to go after it how to make ourselves happier in this second half of our life. It's our birthright. We are all born to be happy.
0: Since it's available to everyone, why is it that so many of us are unhappy or at best sleepwalking through our middle years in our second half?
1: Yeah, sometimes it's just limiting beliefs, beliefs um, lacking confidence, maybe lacking self-esteem, because sometimes... When we have been successful in the first part of our career, and all of a sudden, we don't have that anymore. Yeah. So it's like people lose their identity, and with losing identity, they lose self-confidence and self-esteem. Yeah,
0: and they so they climbing start the kind corporate of walking.:, ladder, and then they, uh, they plateau and max out, and they, they see they're not going any further, and uh, they just sort of fall into the daily routine, then, I guess.
1: Yeah, and sometimes it's hard for some of them to just get out of bed uh, yeah, because they feel sure. so depressed at times.
0: I've been there and done that. I don't know what you're talking about. Will you advise that a great way to discover more about ourselves and uh, what we like to do is through service to others? Can you give us a few small ways that we are able to reach out to others? This is especially true once we so-called retire, but instead we re-fire. How can we reach out to, to others?
1: Well, you know, it's, it's to me, this, this part of our life is really all about giving back, doing service, and making an impact and difference in the lives of people. Because one of the things that I did was... Um, I created a nonprofit organization to encourage girls to go into science, technology, engineering, and math. Yeah, I because I read that. an article yeah. that said there are few women going into that area. Yeah. So each, each person has to find their own passion, what they really love to do, to, and, and use it to give it a service. It could be as simple as people um, like working with kids. So they may go into a school and volunteer to tutor or to just be available. Yeah. or somebody else may just love taking care of animals, they may go to the animal shelter and volunteer to do that. Yeah. So it's basically doing what they love to do with a purpose.
0: Yeah. Well, you mentioned adopting an elderly person in a convalescent home or in the neighborhood. That's another thing that brings a lot of people pleasure and, and uh, fulfillment is to maybe read to them or uh, help them get around or whatever. Voluntary yeah,
1: basically, something. yeah, keeping it simple and just doing what you love to do. I mean, this <laughs> is a time where um, you really have the choice to do what you want to do. It's I all like about choice.
0: that uh, really sounds tough to me, <laughs> befriend someone else's teenager. Boy, you've got to have a lot of courage to do that.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely.
0: <laughs> well, in your opinion, what is the greatest simple cause of procrastination in the world? I know you have a blog about that and any tips on how to overcome this cause.
1: Would you just repeat that again? I'm sorry, I didn't hear that.
0: I said, you, you talk about the uh, the greatest single cause of procrastination in the world. And I, as you may recall, you say it's for perfectionism. <laughs> and you had some oh, tips yes, on yes. how we can overcome that.
1: Yes, well, you know, the thing is, <laughs> We all have that perfect, some of us have that perfectionism. <laughs> and actually, there's no perfectionism in this world. Um, To me, it's too much work to try to be perfect.
0: No. So
1: just doing the best that you can be, living your best life, is enough. Yeah, you are I mean, enough the way you are.
0: I know you say to take, uh, write down exactly what you want to do and then... Uh, post your written vision somewhere where you can see it and then take simple steps every day. And then if and when ever, things ever get just right, you're already well on your way to achieving your goal instead of just waiting around for the perfect moment.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> and, you know, it's just a matter of taking the time to do it. Sometimes yeah. we, some of us just live by default and not making um, making a decision about our own lives. So it's basically looking deeper than you and um, in every one of us. We already know what we love to do, but um, sometimes life steps in the way and we don't do it.
0: Yeah. So this
1: is the time to look deep inside and figure it out.
0: Well, I know you should never ask a lady her age, but uh, listeners, I've got a little secret. In a blog on her website, ReFireDon'tRetire.com, Dr. Catherine uh, Moley, I called you the wrong name again, Doctor Cynthia. I should say
1: that's all right. That's okay.
0: That <laughs> boldly proclaims it, uh, her age, and it's well past normal age for to begin receiving Social Security. But Doctor, oh, I don't, can, I,
1: I lo- I don't have a problem sharing my age. I'm seventy-six, and oh, I love yeah. every moment know, of it. I
0: know you uh, publicize <laughs> that on your website. Can you tell us you look at birthdays far differently now? than you did in the distant past. And on your birthday, uh, what insights do you seek that also would be wise for our listeners to contemplate? I I think that's a great idea, some of those insights you have. Yeah,
1: one of my biggest insights is that I am learning that as I get older and wiser, I am learning that I do not know anything. (laughs)
0: Everyone should and, uh, have the humility yeah. to, to admit that, because <laughs> anyone who thinks they know everything is probably the most ignorant person on the block. <laughs>
1: Absolutely, I'm learning. I really don't know anything, yeah. and that I'm in a learning mood. This is a time I, I'm learning the most that I have ever learned in my entire life.
0: I like how you say gratitude. Live life as a thank you. I, that that's a real insight. That. So yeah, I really it.
1: Yeah, it's I mean just getting up in the morning and putting my feet on the ground is a moment to be grateful. Yeah. Um, to get up and look at the sunrise and the sunset is another moment to be grateful. It yeah. doesn't have to be really big things. It's just the little things that makes me grateful. Yeah. And the little things that we should look in our lives to to show gratitude. I
0: know and I saw um another, another thing yeah. that really is uh Key, you say to believe in yourself, not the image someone else may have implanted. And so many of us are so worried about what someone else thinks of us or says about us. And really, if we don't really uh, believe in ourselves first, it uh, it's pretty hopeless to try to live up to everyone else's expectations.
1: It's just so much work to try to live up to people's other other people's expectations that it's exhausting.
0: Yeah. Well, because the world is constantly changing, it's highly unlikely any of us can remain happy and fully satisfied without challenging our comfort zone. And in a blog on your website, you uh, suggest engaging in some simple habits to prepare us to live and think outside our comfort zone. Can you please describe a few of these habits?
1: Yeah, well, to live outside the comfort zone, like one of the things in my own comfort zone is that, I don't necessarily like being among a whole lot of people.
0: Oh, and yeah, well, so to like
1: get out of my own comfort zone, I make sure I get out because it's important at the time of my life to be social
0: yeah. and to
1: be connected to people. But oh, this, to me, it's not the most speaker, comfortable. So
0: you obviously have a lot of connection there.
1: Yeah, So it's important to step out of that comfort zone and, um, you know, not to just stay in my own little corner.
0: Yeah, that's for sure. Well, let's talk a bit about your new book, I'm Not Done Yet, and You Shouldn't Be Either. A major theme of your book is to refire your life upon the conclusion of her working years rather than fading away into an inactive retirement. And on your website, you cite the example of a lady known as Grandma Moses who made her most significant contribution in her 70s. Can you briefly tell us her story?
1: Um, you know yeah she Grandma Moses was someone in her late in her late years who figured out what she wanted to do, and she went after it relentlessly.
0: You can and find she she was in a embroidery and then she couldn't do that anymore because of was it arthritis or, and uh, she became a world famous painter, which I thought was fascinating,
1: yeah, and she figured out how to just make her life the best part of her life. Yeah. And she did that at uh, a much later age.
0: Yeah. I know it said she was in her seventies when she uh,
1: Yeah. And if you look back I think at Colonel Sanders who started I think his uh, <laughs> a, a ch- he started his business in his seventies.
0: Not that silly fake Colonel Sanders they have in the ads now but the real one.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it's never too late. If we and it's never too late to start anything and to do anything. And um the stories in my book really are stories about my life and how I never gave up and it's to encourage other women that they have they have that same drive within them and to never never give up.
0: Yeah, the best uh learning le- the best lessons we can get is to hear the story of someone else and in, in your case your own story and that's much more effective than a bunch of uh, theoretical <laughs> gobbledegook. And it's amazing what you've overcome in your life. I can't imagine coming to the US with no money and uh do, mm-hmm. and going on to get a PhD and all the things you've accomplished. It's, really- it's still
1: incredible to me, but I knew I had one big dream and that dream was to get that the highest education this country had to offer. Yeah. And the road was not easy. There were lots and lots of stumbling blocks. But the, the um I but I never gave up
0: where's the best place for a listener to go to preview and purchase your book?
1: Um, they can go to Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com or any other bookstore and just order it.
0: Well, I know your book is uh, concentrates on refiring our lives at the age of retirement for folks in their 50s and 60s, but to a younger readers also... A, Say those in their 40s also be inspired. I know there's a Ab- lot of your experiences were when you were younger, so there's no reason Ab- younger people wouldn't read it.
1: Absolutely. Any age group, it's inspiration for any age group because the message is no matter what obstacles you're going through, you just don't sit back and say, Poor me, I can't do anything. Yeah. Just kind of dust your, dust your, um, dust it off and just move on
0: you offer a number of wonderful resources on your website including a free download create your post-retirement plan and you also offer membership for ladies over 60 in your retirement refirement club and uh, of course you're an individual and group coach retreat leader and public speaker uh where's the What's the address of your website where people can go to learn all about uh, what you offer?
1: It's www.refiredon'tretire.com. Refire is R E F I R E D O N T R E T I R E dot com. RefireDon'tRetire dot com.
0: Refire. Yeah, that's an excellent uh, website, and I would urge everyone to go and check that out. Well, in conclusion, I'd like to refer to comments from the introduction to Dr. Cynthia's book, I'm Not Done Yet. She begins by assuring us that we all possess the power to dream, that we all had big dreams when we were little, but that many of us choose not to use the power once we reach middle age. And what were your dreams when you were little? And if you no longer dream big dreams or sadder yet, you no longer believe it's possible to achieve those dreams, what happened along the way that prompted you to give up on dreaming from striving to make the dreams come true? It's true a small percentage of the adult population continues dreaming and, better yet, has gone on to achieve big dreams And if that doesn't include you, what's the difference between you and them? Three reasons. They retained the burning desire to achieve their dreams and came up with new dreams as adults. Second, they overcame fear of failure and acted to fulfill their dreams against the odds. And third, they tuned out the opinions of others, friend or foe, who attempted to convince them that they wouldn't succeed. And how about you? Do you lack realistic dreams and goals for the future before and after retirement? And almost as bad are your dreams on the shelf because you fear potential financial pain or the humiliation of failure? There are three common excuses for abandoning dreams in the middle of adulthood. Life got in the way or you got too busy supporting the dreams of others, including your spouse and kids that you no longer had the time or energy to dream for yourself. And in Dr. Cynthia Bennett's wonderful little book, I'm Not Done Yet and You Shouldn't Be Either, she demonstrates time and again how it is possible to accomplish a dream at any age and in spite of long odds. And could it be uh, you have been unable to think of any dreams, much less pursue them because you haven't been paying enough attention to yourself. And as you'll learn from Dr. Cynthia's book, don't think you have to know everything or have all the answers up front in order to launch efforts to make a dream come true. And to those of you contemplating retirement now or within the next five to ten years, please don't retire with nothing in mind but mindless travel, fishing, playing with the grandkids, or improving your golf score. As Dr. Cynthia points out, retirement is an ideal time to broaden the mind, serve others in your community, and enjoy every single day along the way. And if you're married or similarly committed to a life partner, I suggest you read and discuss Dr. Cynthia Barnett's book together and come up with some realistic dreams that you can buy into. And if you're single, you have no one to convince but yourself." And if you're lacking direction, I highly recommend you preview and purchase Dr. Cynthia Barnett's book. I'm not done yet, and you shouldn't be either. And visit her website, refiredontretire.com, for her resources, several of them free. And thanks a million, Dr. Cynthia, for your inspiration and best of success with your book.
1: And thank you so much for having me.
0: Well, on last week's program, uh, if you listened, you may recall that I presented the first five of my Ten Commandments for Midlife Renewal, and remember, you can go back and re-listen to any prior programs at your convenience uh, from our program website. You can listen for the first time or re-listen. Today, I'll give you Commandments 6 through 10, gentle suggestions on waking up to a joyful Yet productive second half of life. And here's commandment number six I will disassociate myself from negative thoughts and negative people. You know, that sounds great, but <laughs> negative people are all around us. In, in order to sustain personal renewal, you and I must disassociate ourselves from this negative thinking. Even after a positive mindset is implanted deep within, We all must remain constantly on guard to prevent negative thoughts from creeping back in. And as a corollary, we must not permit another person or persons to replant those stress-inducing thoughts like, I'm not good enough, I can't do this, people don't like me, or I'll never get out of this rat race, or we'll never have enough money. As a critical step to sustaining positive momentum, I strongly encourage you to limit interactions with routinely negative individuals as much as possible. Now, I'm not suggesting that you summarily divorce your spouse. Hopefully, he or she is not that negative. (laughs) Ignore the negative boss that gives you orders, quit your job, or uh, disown your closest companion, simply because none of them is a continual ray of sunshine. Best case, you'll be able to convert loved ones, closest friends, and work colleagues into fellow uh, disciples of positive thinking. Worst case, you can refuse to endorse or reinforce another person's negative commentary uh, or to respond in kind to another person's hurtful behavior. In our routine day-to-day interactions, there is no way we can avoid occasional contact with negative thinkers They're all around us. We can strive diligently at all times to retain our own positive outlook on life. And you must always remember, no one can make you feel angry, disillusioned, or pessimistic about the future. Ultimately, you and you alone will determine precisely how your mind filters out or counteracts negative external stimuli you alone will determine whether to picture today's picture as half empty or half full. And once transformed, you no longer need worry about the gossips down the street or the cliques at work because of your sharpened insight into human behavior. You now recognize that even the most negative or abrasive men and women are in fact expressing uh, clear displeasure extreme displeasure with themselves or with their own circumstances, not with you. They may be blaming you, but in effect, they're unhappy with themselves. If you condition yourself to routinely uh, look on the positive side and demonstrate a genuine desire to help others, do you apply kindness, understanding, and gentle humor to uh, situations which cause others distress. If so, you soon will find yourself in increasing demand. You can expect to form strong emotional bonds with men and women of all ages, background and personality types, especially those with positive outlooks. As time passes, your, ultimately, or your uniformly positive attitude will begin to rub off on others, and the atmosphere around you will brighten. I promise that from my own experience. I can promise that. Commandment number seven, I'll treat renewal as a major life project. You know, this command reminds us to consider midlife renewal as a fundamental life-altering project of highest priority. I trust by now you are committed unequivocally to positive midstream transformation. And once committed, I trust that you'll approach renewal with the same urgency you would give to any other climatic, destiny-changing event. In truth, what could be more important? Please make yourself the following two promises right away. One, for me, midlife renewal is not a passing fancy. I hereby commit to uh, dedicate whatever time, energy, and effort is required to accomplish complete and permanent positive transformation. And second, I absolutely refuse to abandon essential renewal objectives in the face of unanticipated challenges, obstacles, and disappointments. We all have setbacks, but we all can overcome them. This may sound foolish, but I recommend that you treat midlife renewal with the same urgency you bestowed on prior life-altering transitions, like courtship and marriage, birth of your first child, landing your first full-time job, or purchasing your first home. No project on the horizon offers greater promise to favorably transform the rest of your life. For the first time in years, you have potential to experience daily living at complete peace with yourself and with others. What can be more promising than the prospect of a bright, prosperous, and joyful today and tomorrow? And commandment number eight I will renew both my body and my mind. Our eighth renewal commandment reminds us to view renewal as both a physical and a mental process. In addition to transforming your mind and emotions, many of us will need to renew our bodies as well. Quite honestly, it may prove extremely difficult to approach the future with renewed vitality and a joyful mindset if we continue to reside in a soft 50-pound overweight body. And if you presently are significantly overweight and out of shape, I highly recommend that you initiate a physician-approved diet and exercise regimen. As your body begins to firm, your outlook on life will firm up as well. Through the process of getting in shape, you will gain early confidence in your ability to alter unfavorable life circumstances. With a slim down body, you will be more fully prepared to meet the challenges of a reinvigorated daily lifestyle. The worthy goal of enhanced fitness is not limited to those attempting to lose weight or gain strength. You may be anemic and have a poor diet uh, without being overweight. Every one of us should... Uh, make healthy diet and exercise our lifelong regimen. We must refuse to let personal fitness take a backseat to the daily rush of events. Oh, I'm just too busy to exercise, in other words. Routine exercise need not be strenuous. How about a brisk walk around the park or up and down the mall? That may do the trick. Healthy diet and exercise should help you you relax and sharpen your instincts A worthy goal at the end of each day is to be pleasantly tired, but not exhausted mentally or physically. Moderate exercise helps ensure restful nights, restoring strength for tomorrow's challenges. And commandment number nine, I'll begin to behave like I've changed. Our ninth commandment urges you to begin thinking and behaving like a transformed person even before the final results are in. You need not uh, wait until you change jobs or adopt a radically different lifestyle to begin thinking and behaving like a winner. You certainly do not require anyone else's assurance that you've changed. The only affirmation needed comes from within. To speed your emotional transition, first visualize every day the precise image of the person you seek to become, and then strive consciously at every opportunity to act out the part. You know, as small children, we all knew imagination really does work. Most of us imagined ourselves as cowboys, sports stars, action heroes, rock singers, or figure skating champions. And through imagination, we lifted our spirits to new higher dimensions. When we were seven years old, nobody had yet informed us we simply weren't good enough Our young minds remain free of nagging restraints implanted by those who continually uh, remind us of our limitations and shortcomings. As commandment number nine, I ask you to seek to reclaim one small miracle of childhood your capacity to imagine, act out, and believe in your dreams. Now, I'm not suggesting you daydream the hours away, sitting back idly awaiting a magic transformation. Uh, I encourage instead that you uh, temper your imagination with frequent reality checks and to convert esoteric dreams into rock-solid plans of action. Our ninth commandment simply encourages you to employ imagination to help speed transition from dream to reality. And let's go on now to the final commandment, commandment number 10, I shall seek to expand my circles of cooperation. Our ninth and final commandment recommends that you advance to your post-renewal life agenda through a series of ever-expanding networks of transitory and permanent circles of cooperation. One best follows this commandment by viewing the attack on any challenge, positive or negative, large or small, easy or difficult, as a cooperative venture. <clears throat> One must never forget that cooperation takes uh, requires both give and take. You must uh, offer to do your part and not expect someone else to cooperate uh, when you get all the benefits and they don't receive any. It's obviously a give or take and circles of cooperation may be formal or informal, constant or fluid, permanent or transitory. Effective alliances come together to accomplish mundane short-term tasks like pushing cars out of a snowdrift or removing weeds from a vacant lot in the neighborhood. Uh, Circles also are formed to accomplish critical long-term projects such as launching a new business or forming a joint venture partnership. And regardless of your ultimate lifelong objectives, my advice to you remains the same. Seek out cooperation from those around you for mutual advantage at every opportunity. And here's the conclusion, a new you. I offer a final challenge. Cast off lingering doubts, fears, or prior inhibitions. This very day you are initiating a mid-course correction which will lead ultimately to total peace of mind and a uniformly uh, positive outlook on today and tomorrow. The fresh new attitude will help ensure ultimate accomplishment of every remaining life objective truly important to you and it will provide significant uh, benefit to others along with a joyful life for yourself where uh, you can launch your journey to a brighter tomorrow this very moment by beginning to paint uh, vivid mind pictures of a transformed you, a new improved version brimming with self-confidence and positive expectation. As you continue to focus on every aspect of the person you seek to become, this positive uh, self-assured individual will begin to emerge from within and please remember, this improved version of you encompasses all of the proven strengths, uh, both those you already know about and some you will discover, both uh, all bolstered by a freshly uncovered talent and your newfound competence in tomorrow. In truth, the moment you become convinced of the inevitability of success in, on your own terms, nothing will hold you back. And the commandments I reviewed uh, this week and last uh, were taken from my book, A Midlife Challenge Wake Up, by Roy C. Richards. And my book goes into greater detail on each of the commandments and also offers a comprehensive roadmap for the entire journey from where you are today to where you want to end up tomorrow, including advice on how to decide where you want to end up tomorrow. And as an even-spirited uh, Positive, spirited, uh, mature individual, a joyful individual, uh, who truly ready to take on the world and enjoying every step of the journey. And you can find my book both in printed or e-book form uh, on Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, or through our website MiddleAgedRenewal.com. And uh, now let's all go out and engage every challenge, and joyfully live today and all the days and years to come. That's it for the program. Tune us again next week on Middle Age Can Be Your Best Age.